All right, what's up, guys? How's it going? It's your boy Cass Coleon here today in the building. We got Stacy. Stacy, what's hot? Stacy, how you doing? What's good, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for blessing me with your presence. No problem. I wish we could have done this, uh, you know, face to face, but due to COVID, you know, we do these things via zoom so yeah you know, yeah still vibes still vibes still vibe. <laughs> making the best of it right definitely definitely so um uh you want to give people a little backstory on about you or do you want to kind of get into everything um i can give a little backstory i guess um a little history of who i am um so yeah uh, my name is stacy aka stacy cake make sure you follow me on the gram at stacy underscore cake um pretty much i am everything media is you know what i try to encompass but more specifically i am really tapping into entertainment reporting and journalism as a whole and specifically with with entertainment reporting i do that with my entertainment platform it's a blog and a youtube page um at what's hot um and then you can follow at what's hot vlog v-l-o-g um to keep up with you know interviews celebrity interviews local artist interviews everything like that and yeah it's just keeping everything lit making sure you know i'm networking and all that good stuff and yeah so that's me. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So a little backstory on how I met Stacy. I met her through my man. Well, as everybody knows him as Oso. I say it's just mm -hmm. it's funny. It's, it's just too funny. I've known him too long. Uh, I never call him Oso. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. I said uh, they went to Towson together and he recommend well. He showed me her page and he he told me about her and I saw he did an interview with her as well. He was like, "Yeah, man, she's doing all she's doing all this stuff with the reporting and she's you know linked in with the radios and she's doing interviews with people and she's she's good, bro." I was like, "He was like, I mean, you need to talk to her." I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that." So, you know, we ended up linking up and we get, uh, did an interview and I uh, really enjoyed myself and it actually is one of the things that actually helped me want to start this kind of. I'm not even gonna lie. Yay. So, um, but yeah, you know, I had to throw my little sauce on it, you know. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Oso for the link. <laughs> of course, of course. That's A1 since day one. I've known that man since I was 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that man, he's, he's one of the only people I can actually, cons um, outside of actual family that I consider family. Mm -hmm. like you don't know how many times like random story you don't know how many times i've actually woken up in his house like well not not me waking up like i've been in his house and he's wake woken up and he's like hey what's up have you eaten i'm like oh no i haven't eaten actually let me go get some food like it wasn't even uh what are you doing here he's like hey like okay you're here like normal thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like regular, no, that's good though, because it's rare to really find good people that you can consider family. Yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. Like it, it was, it was funny how, 
after a while, his mom stopped even calling. Like she stopped calling me, like his friend. She like, every time she's like, have you seen your brother today? I'm like, oh. Oh, Aww, that's sweet. <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. Like, huh. Oh, yeah. that's really sweet. Yeah, great people, great people. Shout out to the Oforos. But yeah. anyway, uh, we're going to segue real quick and we're going to hop into what the fuck is wrong with Black Twitter today. So, um, Stacey, which one do you want to start off with? You want to start off with JT or um, or the pastor? Um, let's start off heavy and then go light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, long story short it's a pastor and he met up with a young lady at a dog park she didn't know who he was and they became close very fast eventually she kind of looked him up and figured out who he was and you know later on revealed that he was a pastor so they continued the relationship even though she knew he was a pastor and he was married and now she's kind of speaking out about it. Are you talking about um, Carl Lentz, the little yeah, yeah Carl Lentz, that's his name. Yeah, I heard about that on the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> but it was, it was crazy to me because I was. But she proceeds to say, you know, that they are pretty much starting to catch feelings for each other. They're, you know, seeing each other all the time. He's in this time as well, still telling her how much he loves his wife and how much he wants to be with his wife. And she stills having this affair, but she decides to, I guess something happens and they have to, well, from what I heard, from, from what I heard, it was the wife and the church found the messages through, uh, was it? Uh, Apple has the cloud. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they found it in the Apple cloud. And that's how they got caught. So now she's telling her side of the story and wants more females to come out. I'm like, but my thing is the way she's trying to use it is as if she is she was used like, oh, well, not necessarily well, the way she was, but um, that she was completely, she wasn't completely in the wrong. Like, she, like I'm innocent in this situation. Like, you're not innocent here. Right. You knew what was going on. You knew what was happening. He even told you he loved his wife. So it sounds like to me he had no intention on not leaving her, and you still wanted him. Right. So, so being completely blind, it's not like you accepted your role, and once you got caught, now you kind of like, well. Like you just kind of, you know, mad and doing something now to hurt people. Right. But and it makes no sense. But I feel like you should just accept what you have done. And of course, now there's there's difference between if he had lied to you the whole time and then you found out, then that's a different story. Yeah. But again, he was he was forthright through the whole thing. Yeah, um, I feel like, I feel like, first of all, like, he, 
in a sense, I feel like he's getting what comes to him in the sense that, first of all, people, people, everyday people get caught in these scandals. <laughs> so you're this person of high status and then you're texting stuff that can be used, clearly used against you. And you know, when you're a person of high status that people can be opportunistic. Uh-huh. So good. you putting yourself in this, first of all, you shouldn't have been cheating in the first place because you're a pet. On top of that, you're a pastor. You have you obligations. You're a man of God. <laughs> yes, like you're, you're a pastor. And not to say that people of religion don't make mistakes because duh. But I mean, at the same time, five months isn't, an, isn't a mistake, it's a decision. So <laughs> at a certain point, like, I think he probably got too comfortable in the situation because like you said, her, he feel like he told her what it is and she's still going along with whatever. Um, so I think that first of all, he, I don't really feel bad for him in the sense that you kind of put yourself in a situation. You, you know, you're a man of status, you know, you have something to lose, many things to lose. And yet you're not only cheating, but you're being reckless and putting stuff in writing and, you know, having these long-term rendezvous entanglements. (laughs) 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 So yeah, I just like, I don't really feel bad for him in that sense. Um, just because it's just like, how many people does it have to happen to for you to believe that you're not immune? (laughs) Um, but as far as she's concerned, I think I'm not surprised. Um, not to say she's right in anything, because if he really did tell her that um, what it was and that him and his wife were still together and that he didn't want to leave her and all of this stuff, then you made the decision to try to stay and convince him to do otherwise. Uh-huh. Um, and that's just that, like, and then I feel like you have to accept the consequences that if you, if he doesn't, like, if he already telling you your mindset, you, you have to make that decision that if he doesn't change his mind, is this worth it? Um, but I feel like maybe she had, this is her way of making it worth it. (laughs) Getting her, getting her, uh, 10 acres and a mule for, you know, not getting him in the end. So she said, you know, if I can't have you, I'm going to ruin everything and put you on out there on blast and make you lose everything. So. And like, I'm thinking like our art. So if you blow everything up, you think now if his life falls apart, that he's going to be down, he's going to be distressed. He's going to run back to you. No, he's going to blame you. Yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna like you. He's not gonna want to be with you even more. Yeah, that's it's just causing resentment more than anything. Just causing resentment for for how he feels about how he's gonna feel about you at the end, um, because obviously he was just using you because he felt like it was something that he was gonna get away with, and now you're not that safe haven anymore. So I definitely think he's not gonna be coming back um yeah but him as far as him no he 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 
you knew what you were doing taking that risk. Mm-hmm. You knew you were risking potentially everything, potentially everything. Yeah. Right? Is, your, is your family worth it? Is your like if you're a man of God, is your is your beliefs worth it? Is your is your job worth it? Like, come on, man. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I feel like that's something they they people just think I think they think they're above and like, oh, they don't believe certain stuff can happen to them. But I'm just like, why would you be exempt? And everything when you and stuff like this, it's two people that have to be on the board. And when somebody emotions is involved they and you playing around anything can happen so you need to like first of all not be doing it but then if you are doing it add some like take a second to think like okay what are the repercussions of this and am I willing to really be uh cover myself enough because at the end of the day it's probably not worth it the amount of work it would take to cover your track Amen to that. You know, I heard something today, and um, well, I heard something earlier this week, and it was fun. it was just a comedy thing on TikTok. It was like men. It was like no, they say men and women are like cats and dogs. It was like um, women. I said women when they cheat. I was like, what do they do? They it's just like a cat when they use the bathroom. They're gonna go use the bathroom, they're gonna immediately cover it up. Versus a man, as a dog, it's just gonna go, you know, out in the yard, whatever. I say, and what happens? You end up randomly just stepping in it one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. But yeah. And then you're like, uh, you're a high standards pastor. Like right. you have, you got money. Like, and this is this is literally your money. I even gonna go in front of your flock now and, and preach. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it wasn't that to me it's a difference between a mistake and a choice, especially like when it comes to cheating is a choice anyway, but when it comes to like affairs, I really just have no room for it. Like, because that means it was some sort of connection between you and this person because it wasn't a one-time thing so i like i feel like it's a big difference between a one-time thing and you having a full-blown affair for x amount of months like (laughs) his his wife really has to to me take that into consideration because at, at a certain point you disregarded not only me you disregarded your brand for this person so what was it about her that made you feel like you was above getting caught or you was above losing everything? This is crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. So, oh, this is, I really want to talk about this even more now because did you see 
where she supposedly put a picture out or a comment out saying that that wasn't her. How is that not true? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe that was a joke. <laughs> like, uh, probably so. Probably somebody edited a picture and just trying to manipulate something. Who knows? But, um, long story short, you know, JT from the City Girls had a nip slip and people have just been going crazy and some of the things that I've seen people post it's just crazy like like dudes sometimes we can be thirsty and I seen this one guy he screenshotted it every second or every moment up until she like put it back in I'm like really is this what we do is this what we do like it's just a titty like like i I know you've seen one before he like but it's jt's titty (laughs) okay it's it's just people just they just kill me i just don't understand yeah yeah um i think like dealing with Uh, it's probably she probably probably tried to play it off because of so much attention that she was getting and it's like hard to like I'm sure she can't respond to everyone so JT seems like she has like a a humorous side anyway so I feel like she's probably just trying to like oh that wasn't me that was like my doppelganger like (laughs) like something like that Cause I feel like she has the same vibe when it comes to like her situation with Lil Uzi or whatever. Oh, she has the same energy to me, so I just think that's less of like more more of I think that's more of like just her personality than anything. Oh. Like how how she like her defense mechanism, if you will. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, the the people be the people be pressing like the comments are wild, and I think that's just a, a side effect of the internet because people feel bold. <laughs> they really do. People feel bold, and they feel like it's no repercussions, really direct repercussions for what they say or do to people, especially like celebrities and stuff. They're like, oh, what are the chances of her picking me out of ten thousand people to respond to? but it's the pandemic celebrities got time now (laughs) (laughs) they really do (laughs) so all these people that's on there trying to get at their you don't want that smoke (laughs) yes it's crazy 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 Um, so anyway, we can go ahead and slide into the Manila world. All right, so um, you want to hit the? Uh, we'll start off with the the Xbox and PlayStation and the Google. I guess. Okay, that's good. Um, one this uh, this week uh, that just passed, the Xbox X series came out and then the PlayStation 5 came out. Um, So one of the things that I want to talk about, especially with the Xbox, was 
I saw a few videos of them actually like smoking. I didn't see any catching on fire, but I saw them smoking. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of uh, faulty um, drives, like dish drives, like people's. Um, so I've heard of people actually having like press, it, like hard for them to get the disc even in because it wouldn't go in. Uh, so I was like, that's just interesting versus. You know, PS5. I haven't really heard anything about the PS5. Uh, it's just been smooth sailing. Everybody, of course, getting their PS5s. And people being mad because they couldn't get one. Like, I actually feel comfortable knowing that G Herbo couldn't get a PS5. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm broke. And G Herbo couldn't get a PS5. That, that, that touched my soul. Right. Like in that moment, I understand. Like, you're like, damn, everybody got one but me. Like, oof. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Xbox thing, I definitely saw, I think, a video or something on Twitter about, like, of it smoking, um, which was just, like, I feel like this is not the first time, like, um, what used to catch on fire? Those dead on hoverboards that everybody was riding around on. When people started saying they were like malfunctioning, smoking and catching on fire and stuff. So I just think, you know, it comes with technology, but I just feel like um, Xbox, it was really bad timing with the, B- with the PS5 coming out. And then you had this kind of like malfunction scandal going on. So it's just poor timing for the brand itself, especially when it's always this kind of jokingly feud between what's better, the PlayStation or the Xbox. So, you know, that that competition, like y'all just kind of took an L. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I did hear, um, I don't know how like official it is, but I did see something like an article or something um, when we were talking earlier about the Xboxes uh, being, I mean, not the Xboxes, the PlayStation 5s kind of being overheating too. Not smoking, but they were just getting like extremely hot, which I feel like the iPhones do that all the time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My phone has done that too. I I feel like it's me. Yeah, it was a... um, uh, like I said, I'm not too familiar with the site Inverse, but the Inverse is talking about how like the PlayStation 5s are like overheating. Um, mm. So, you know, I think it comes with the era of technology, but just with Xbox, uh, as far as Xbox, smoking is a little more alarming than just being something being hot. <laughs> right. uh, because smoke makes me think this is about to combust into flames. So yeah, um, they need to like either pacify their their customers with like a free game or something, or do a recall and exchange like the cars do, like they do for cars, something of that sort. Because people are also buying these things for their children, and it's Christmas, you know. So. Um, they're not going to want to make those purchases and these game systems aren't cheap. So like, who's going to want to make this purchase and I'm risking losing my house or if not my life. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think they should 
maybe get out. I'm not sure. Had they made a statement yet? Yeah, they said that it was people blowing uh, vape smoke into the uh, Xboxes. Uh, they taking they taking that route. <laughs> They're taking. No sense to me. What you say? That makes no sense to me because I've seen like um, those like ten fifteen second videos. And I've never seen, well, I've never seen, I believe it is possible, but it wouldn't make sense because then it would literally, it wouldn't, vape smoke, it, you'd have to blow into it. Mm-hmm. But it, um, maybe I would have to look at it itself, but for what it's designed the way it looks like, you would literally have to blow into there but it, it doesn't look like it would actually get that much enough if you get what I'm saying right like, yeah. it, it looked like it was arising from it versus like smokes like it being submerged I guess yeah and I think like even if someone if one person did figure out how to do it I don't think that many it, it obviously takes some type of skill to make that effect happen. So I don't think if it's a lot of videos and people saying that this is happening, like I don't think that many people are capable of making that special effect if it is fake. Exactly. So yeah, they might have to come a little harder or like I said, really pacify their uh, customers because or yeah make some type of human resource attempt to kind of a customer care attempt to kind of get in front of it because they will not want to sell them things for christmas well that's gonna be the best time they're gonna have the deals everywhere yeah that's why i was like i don't know why everybody's getting them now they just press because they want them first they want it first yeah yeah. You're going to get it first, all right, but you're going to get all the first glitches. I was like, at least when I get mine in December or January, I can get it with a bundle deal. So I maybe I could just spend a little, maybe like $20 more than you spent, and I get two controllers and maybe two games. Right. So who came up, me or you? <laughs> it's funny because people be so competitive about this stuff. It's really hilarious. But yeah, I, um, one of my friends, um, I believe their boyfriend got one. So they got a PS5. So, I mean, no problems as of yet, but I will now. I'm going to ask her, like, um, has he experienced, like, any overheating or anything? Because that's, I feel like it's that's becoming more of an issue with systems. Like, I think maybe they're just trying to compact too much in smaller mm-hmm. or skinnier right. versions of stuff. And you actually... Like nobody is really pressing for skinnier things. Like just people are okay. <laughs> like if it's gonna be a brick, just let us know. They'll yeah. still buy it. Yeah, like it's not that deep. Like I mean, I I'm get making everything look clean and fit and stuff. <laughs> exactly. but at the same time, you've had you've had customers for all these years. So I feel like a different color, a different material, and you can still get that clean look without trying to make everything so tiny or slim. Right. Because apparently it's not working out too well. 
Like, stop trying to be inventive with the, with the shape. Just yeah. give me something nice. I guarantee you, no matter what it looks like, I'm going to play it. <laughs> and if we're being honest, the Xbox, like the, the shape, the one that's blowing up, what is it, the XS or whatever, that's, yeah, not, that's not even that nice looking. It's not. It literally looks like a, it's like a, a black tower. Yeah, it looks like an air vent or something, like. Honestly, it looks like it's doing its job. It's Facts. like a humidifier. Facts. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I don't know. They messed up somewhere in, in along the line. Nah, they should have asked. I should have asked some of the people that, that seen it smoking. Is it admitting any like fresh scents? You know, and maybe, uh, maybe humidifier or, uh, like thing that maybe one of the features, you know, you never know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They they need to go back to the drawing board and compare models to see what went wrong. That is true. That is true. Definitely. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess finally we will hit on the uh Biden and Camillo. Uh, so I guess out of respect for Camillo, I'll let you take it first. <laughs> um, yay, uh, win for you know, not only black people again in a sense. Not saying that we still don't have work to do, but because people are wrong with that. But <laughs> yes, we definitely still have work to do. But I think it's okay to appreciate an accomplishment, no matter how small. Um. So yeah, shout out to her for like really representing for herself, number one, and, and then um, the black community and then for women, because um, that's, that's was a challenge in itself. You know, um, they say the black woman is the most disrespected person and what, what is it, in America, probably in the world. So <laughs> um, yeah, definitely shout out to her for, you know, taking on something that with our current or previous in-between president now. Um, Intermediate president. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> something that seemed impossible. Like she, she came, she came out on top at a time when it didn't seem possible because it was so much hatred and prejudice and stuff just being manifested on a day-to-day -day basis that it it was reasonable for people to have doubts that this that she was that not only her but bottom was going to come out on top especially because they didn't seem as aggressive as their counterparts so yeah but just definitely like it's a it's like it's okay for people don't like to let people enjoy things <laughs> oh that's true and so I'm like, it's okay to let people, we all know that stuff is still crappy. We all know there's still 10 million issues in the world. But it's so, after this year, you have to find joy in something. Big facts, big facts. So I, I think that's just was the thing that I was most annoyed with seeing was just people trying to write think pieces about people celebrating and things like that now you know it is people that went over to the top and was forgetting the whole purpose of why people were happy 
there are those people are a whole different topic but just the people that were genuinely you know just found joy about the situation that we came out let them those people be happy like we don't need your fake woke analysis about every little thing i just be like God, let people enjoy things. Like for, you know, especially like it was an accomplishment. Right, definitely. It was an accomplishment just because it wasn't ideal or it wasn't what everybody in particular had in mind or it wasn't, or each candidate wasn't perfect, which what what candidate is going to be perfect. <laughs> um, perfect on this earth. Yeah, like, it, it's it's progress. It's the deaf damn sure progress from where we left where it had been. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so that's just that's what I think. Like it is, a, it it was something to celebrate, and it was something to be happy about for them. For um, yeah, for the simple fact that they they actually overcame something that seemed impossible. Hey, that's true. I swear I thought Trump was going to win. I was yeah. like, he's going to win, and we just, and this is just going, he just going to hack, sling, slash through the whole nation. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was already talking crazy, like, I'm going to lock up everybody that's trying to oppose me. I'm like, how you going to do that? Yeah. Like, and I know. Like I know you can't lock up Obama. It was like he's yeah. a former president. You, you you think you think as a nation of black people, you think we would let y'all lock up Obama? We would all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just he's just like a little. He's hypocritical in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. But for the simple fact that like if certain such things that if the verses if the roles were reversed and Biden was doing half the stuff that he was doing, he would have lost it. He and anybody else probably would have been in jail, but you know, money talks and know the right people. And I'm pretty sure he might be, uh, have some bribes going on behind the scenes or whatever the case. So yeah, like, He's a he's a bit of a, a hypocrite in that sense. So I feel like, you know, you have to take him with a grain of salt. I don't even know, like I said, how a lot of his supporters take him seriously. Cause I just find him hilarious. Like really? And like Charlemagne said something on the radio. He was like, you know, honestly, he's like, uh, he's like, you know, I know exactly what he's gonna do. He's like, he's gonna as soon as he gets out of presidency, he's gonna launch a news uh, a news station. So he's going to have his own media capital and he's going to, you know, be out here. He's going to be, he said, so fake news. So he's going to be part, he's probably going to be somebody probably a part of it, most likely. And like, didn't he always say he coined the phrase fake news? Mm. I was like, mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, I didn't actually think about that, but I would, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised either Um, just because he felt like that's why he took the L's that he took. But I think just from my perspective, just as a person, as a media, as a media person myself, um, let me first say that there are people who are biased in the news. We are, we are human also. Um, um, 
and that doesn't make it right but it just is what it is um <laughs> and um sometimes that seeps over into your reporting whether that be a lot of times i don't think i've i've seen too many people in hard news reporting or like objective reporting blatantly state their opinion um because you're taught you are not supposed to do that now talk shows and stuff is a little wiggle room um just depends on the platform but um like with with those serious platforms like out delivering strictly delivering information platforms like i feel like um people can be more they can kind of their opinion can seep in in different ways um whether that be omitting information um not present not um presenting both perspectives um, oh of of a story whether that be rough um not using someone's name um it's it's a number of ways phrasing something first shining the light on certain things while failing to do it for a different party or a different uh person that's involved in the situation you know um that's ways that i think the media you know can be biased or can kind of i wouldn't necessarily say fake news but can kind of yes yeah be unfair <laughs> um but at the same time people also have to realize that aside from those times like our our job is to deliver the news it's not to make you like the news it's to deliver what it, it is what it is i did i had a situation i think um at Morgan State University for one of their, I think homecomings or something, people were fighting and um, somebody, I was one of the few press people who actually got the fight on video or whatever. Free flowing and in actuality, they are scripted. What did you say? I said they think a lot of these shows are free flowing mm -hmm. and actuality they're scripted. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so like like in that situation, like I said, I had I had someone actually get upset with me about um me catching a fight at like a Morgan Morgan homecoming or something, a concert or something that mm -hmm. was going on. And I posted on my page and somebody um that I know who actually helped me get in the thing was actually upset that I posted that. But I'm like, why are you upset at me? You should be upset at the people that was doing Yeah. I was there to cover the event. That was part of the event. <laughs> I could see if that was the only thing I shared, but that wasn't, I shared multiple aspects of the event. That wasn't the only thing I posted. So, you know, so they felt like, why did I have to post something negative? My job isn't to make it negative or positive. My job is to say, what happened? This is what happened. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. Get mad at your community for how they're acting and ruining the event. And it's the same thing with, you know, Donnie, y'all boy Donnie. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. If you're losing, you're losing. Like, the news people aren't making you lose. They're reporting what the people of America are saying or doing, and that just so happens to be against you. 
And that's your fault, not mine. Yeah. So I think a lot of the, the I feel sometimes I get frustrated because I feel like the media takes a lot of flack for doing their job instead of yeah. it's a lot of misdirected um, information. And I think that's because people don't understand the media. They don't understand how people are trained to cover news. And I feel like before you criticize, you need to educate yourself on yeah. if, you, if, if that's something you really want to speak out about or get mad about. Um, because you see it on Twitter all the time and it's just like, oh, like you didn't say this person's name. Well, FYI, like when you're learning, if it's, if it's not a major person or someone that has been viral, they tell you not to use the person's name. Right. Um, because that name isn't going to stand out to you, um, initially. Like that name is, isn't going to describe the person or mean anything to you until you dive into the story or until the story takes off mm. so people be quick to say oh it's racist because they didn't use this victim's name and it's like i can't speak for every case and in some cases it could be you know the person did it intentionally but in a lot of cases like you are told not to use the person's name if they aren't viral like george floyd was like brianna tell it was if it's not a high profile case or a high profile person um you're you are you're initially taught to just speak about the person generically not only for a news sake but for their person's family's sake you know right um because every family might not be in a position when something just happens for their for their loved one's name to be all over the place so, um, so yeah, I think people just need to educate themselves, including Donald Trump, just about like what the media is. But I don't, for him, I don't think it's more of him not knowing as much as him just being manipulative and wanting things to go his way. <laughs> I agree. I definitely agree on that. Yeah. So I don't know. As far as he's concerned, I don't know if it's if it's ignorance or just he just he knows exactly what he's doing i think it's maybe a little bit of both probably so mm -hmm. that man who will have mercy I'm, and i'm just so glad that they beat him by a lot mm -hmm. because i could not stand if it was close he's like, oh, recount 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 and that's just gonna be all over the news my own God. And to me, it was close enough because some of those states, I was like, really? Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, he had a good portion of the middle of the country. Like, when you look at the basic, like, map, like the basic electoral map, like, all of like the major middle states, he had were red. That's surprising. That's the Bible Belt. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, it's very, very hard to get that to be a blue state because that is a strong, strong. Because most of those states are Commonwealth. You said most of the states are what? Commonwealth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kentucky, <laughs> Virginia. Yeah. Because I saw people talk on Twitter like, yo, low-key is the states that nobody was paying attention to that I actually voted for. <laughs> Somebody was like, who the heck is thinking about Idaho? <laughs> and those be the ones that really like you 
we really need to be pushing for like change or really educating because if they want to be educated because some people just have made up their minds to turn a blind eye but um yeah like those are those are the states that i think need more attention more than ever um but you know we got the job done so i guess the people that needed to know the truth knew the truth (laughs) very true yeah that's just crazy. Like, uh, uh, uh. But anyway, let's. I guess let's go ahead and finish off with. Uh, finally, what the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Listen. So it's with me lately. You know, it's like we talked about a little bit before. You know, recently it's just me learning and dealing with my uh, anxiety and I didn't realize I had it until later on uh, actually um, dating somebody with it Mm -hmm. and I I realized I was like hmm I do these things too all the time okay this that this hmm that adds up to this okay and eventually finding out that my dad has it too. So I was like, hmm. And me and him just talking one day. I'm like, ha, huh, oh, so that's where I get that from. Hmm. Gotcha. But it's, it's just, you know, life when you as you're learning and dealing and uh you know, as I always talk about uh as black people, we're not always taught to how how to manage our emotions correctly. Mm-hmm. So just learning how to manage certain things and, you know, hone in on my mind, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Because um, life can be short if you make it and life can be long if you make it, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. So I don't want to... I want to make sure I have a good, nice, long life and I'm able to understand and just be able to manage and get what I want and do what I, you know, what I uh, want to achieve in my my goals. Yeah, um, I, I, like I said, I definitely agree. And like, I think it's important, like you said, you looking at the people around you to kind of like identify, okay, I'm kind of mirroring their issues or, you know, we share these similar, you know, emotional um, cycles or, or limits or things like that. Um, And like, I, like, I'm fortunate where I feel like I did grow up with uh, of uh, parents who are willing to talk and really willing to like, hear me out. Um, because I have so many peers and I hear so many other people in the black community who really didn't have that. And my mom didn't have that um, growing up that she always, she always talks about, like she, it, it was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm fortunate that my mom has just, you know, really, it was important to her to have an open flow of communication between us um if I felt a certain way or if I wanted to express myself in a certain way to be able 
to do that in a respectful or appropriate time, you know? Um, and that doesn't mean it was always, it was always for every situation because sometimes she just didn't want to hear. <laughs> uh, so that doesn't mean like it was a, any situation. Um, sometimes it took a few days or, you know, it just, like I said, it just was what it was. But um, yeah, it's, I think that that's definitely plays a part in like your, our mental health as we grow up, like, um, that affects us because sometimes like just how um I was listening to your last conversation with I think Lucy Lou uh -huh. um, and you were saying how like you um hold stuff in or like you feel like you can't really express yourself as much as you get older and um I think it's interesting because I I feel like I know a few people like that but I feel like I'm the complete opposite I feel like sometimes if I can't get it out or if I can't talk to somebody, I'm like bubbling inside. Like I, I can't, I can't function. I can't get through my day until I get it off my chest. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes I'm like that too. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's interesting. Like it's pros and cons to everything. And I think it's just fixing the imbalance depending on like your situation or your circumstance. I agree. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's I I have to how I say it. For me, it's the same thing as like I, I, I when I get in that mode where I'm like I, I feel like I have to get it off my chest. It's because I'm in my head and I'm overthinking about something. So now I'm just in my head all day. And then after a while, it's going to start to stir. And I feel like I need to get it out. But. Yeah, I feel like I'm the poster child for overthinking. So <laughs> <laughs> that that explains it. When you put it that way, you, you connected some dots for me just now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, everybody's like, everything can have negative effects or positive effects. So I, did, I just feel like uh, communication and emotions are just so tricky because so many things I feel like influence them. Definitely. So many things like influence them. How, how you feel uh, about different stuff is influenced by your history and circumstances and people's response to your emotions and then how you react to to other people's emotions is influenced by how people react to you and what's going on and you know what with the kindness that has been shown to you so it's 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 very tricky and i just feel like the build up of those different layers can like is what differentiates people and also what causes a lot of conflict internal and external conflict like with people so it's just it's something you can really dive into for days <laughs> definitely definitely mm -mm -mm. i just i just as i get older i just realize the mind is truly it's truly a beautiful thing because um it's just the your thoughts are power 
So no matter what you do, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm-hmm. So it's, if, I don't understand. Sorry. Oh, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just didn't want to cut you off. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely get that. And that's something that I feel like this last year, um, around this time last year, I was going through like a really tough time and different things. So it's just like, I really had to learn like, it's all in perspective. Um. And like you said, it's like how you speak about things, how you speak to yourself, um, what you take your time to focus on is literally like what manifests before you. And (laughs) and people, people think it's like some, like when people talk about that stuff, um, that's why I think a lot of people are like anti-spiritual or call people who are who are pe- called people who are in a spirit spirituality witches and stuff like that but it's not as juju and magic as you think it's more as framing your mindset because once you frame your mindset your actions mimic your mindset mm-hmm. so it's like people think it's like oh like i'm trying to bring some some magic out of thin air yes there's there is energy around us and yes there are things you know i do i definitely believe that god guides you and god has a hand on the universe to like um allow the universe to move in the way to that response to the energy that you put out but that's a whole different topic um but i think it does the main gist of it of like what you were saying it starts with 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 you um overall so like are you grateful for the things that you have every day are you are you reflecting on yourself are you look are you are you self-reflecting do you look at what you do or do you always look at what other everybody else is doing um because i i probably self-reflect too much Because like I said, it's pros and cons to everything because you can self-reflect too much and you can be so consumed with yourself that you're not even thinking like these people also care about what you think about them or how you how you perceive them. Because I've been in situations like that where I'm so consumed, like, are they going to like me? Am I going to like, you know, am I going to fit in and this, this and this? And I realized later like that. I really liked her outfit, but I didn't say anything because I was so worried about what this person was thinking about what I said or a mistake that I felt like I made that I didn't even take advantage of this social situation to really give Mm. something back to it. Mm. If that makes sense. But yeah, I think that just all comes with like perspective and like self-reflection and like your mindset about, about it. It starts within. Right. <laughs> no, definitely. I definitely get that. I definitely get that. And me, I'm the complete opposite because I have this. Um, normally, it's it's funny. So I guess this this sounds. I don't know if it sounds crazy, but there's you know, of course, Theo, and then there's Cass. Mm-hmm. Once I turn into Cass, I'm 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 the life of the party. So when I go out, I'm trying to have fun. I'm laughing. I'm cracking jokes. Like I'm, 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 we're gonna be having fun. 
So right. I'm not worried about anybody fit. I'm not worried about fitting in because everybody's going to be rocking with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah. Uh, but when I get home, then I'm just kind of, I'm to myself. Like, mm, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I, I feel like I, it depends. Like it, it depends on the situation because I feel like I can be like in my zone as well. Like it's so strange. Like um, I know you're into music and you rap and everything. And I used to when I was younger, um, literally like once a year or something. But my mom would always say like. I turned into a different person like when I was on stage like I was just like uh like the shy person that I was off stage just like went away once I like got into what I was doing so um yeah it's interesting I think it's just a lot of that goes into confidence about different things or you know what what free makes you feel free or what makes you like are you genuinely having fun or then, like you was, we were talking about earlier, the overthinking. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, oof, getting on, I, I definitely understand what you mean, getting on stage. Like, I honestly, I don't have uh, stage fright for real. Mm. And, and it's funny because also asked me, he's like, you don't, I was like, no. Because when I get up there, I may be nervous a little bit before. But once mm-hmm. I get on stage, it's gone. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, I'm like, no. I was like, I came up here to perform. It's too late to be nervous now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here. I'm in action. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty, I was the same way when it came to certain stuff. So it was certain stuff, like, honestly, my first love was singing. Um, but I wasn't, like, confident in my abilities. And I'm still mm-hmm. not. Um like enough to really share it with the world. So the, the times that I did share it with the world, I was so like not, I couldn't zone into my craft. I was so worried about, is this good or is it not? That I couldn't really, really focus on what was coming out of my mouth. Um, so it was that, those times that I felt like I was really like, um, I really did have stage fright the entire performance. (laughs) (laughs) But like it was other things where it's like once I got it, like I was caught and I was confident in it or I could just really zone into what I'm doing at the time. I was fine. Like after it started Um, in high school, we used to have these lip syncs and Uh I would put together like these routines and I I would like kill it. Like it wasn't no award (laughs) for it, but if I will, if it was, I'm pretty sure I had first place. Like. (laughs) I would kill it. So, you know, it's just that, and that confidence in what you're doing and um, your your ability or, and what you're thinking about. Because it's not, sometimes I think people don't always doubt themselves. They more, they also doubt the people around. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it's, it's warranted at times because there can be tough crowds and there can be people who are really judgmental Um and things like that so um yeah it's just it it's it all plays a factor it all plays a factor well ain't that the truth 
this crazy, crazy, crazy world we live in. Mm-hmm. Huh. That should be the name of the title. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Right there. Uh-uh. Uh, you have anything uh, going on with you right now? Um, what is going on with me right now? Um, I pretty much, I have an interview today, so that's good. Like, after we, um, after we get done, so I'm interviewing, um, a local artist by the name of DJ Lexi Lex. Um, she has, I think her first album coming out, so. Okay. Um, I've interviewed her before, but this is more about like her upcoming project. So, um, so yeah, so that would be dope, um, to talk to her today. Other than that, I'm just getting ready for my birthday, you know, coming up. Um, that's just been kind of getting that together, what I'm going to do and stuff like that. Um, what I can do. with everything going on um but yeah so other than that that's all um i do have a newsletter launching in january so um i'm excited about that um because it's not the first time that i've kind of heard that people are like getting tired of social media you know they feel like i've seen multiple times just in like the last few days people feel like instagram is just becoming so commercial yeah um so really just building a following off of an individual platform and having my own thing and having something to really connect with people with um so i'm really working to get that up um exposure is just always something that i just feel like i struggled with but i was doing better and then corona just kind of (laughs) came um because I was like really trying to do the groundwork in real life basically just like basically rather than just on like a social media platform um so yeah I'm really excited about that um and if anyone is interested in signing up um you can just really it's all on my Instagram um again at Stacy underscore cake or you can visit um, at what's hot blog or what's hot blog.com. And, um, if you sign up to receive emails about my latest blog posts, um, I'll automatically add you to the newsletter, um, launching in January. And that newsletter will basically consist of like media tips. It will consist of like personal updates from, from me, just like, of like what I have going on and, or lessons of the month or like something that I've learned, um, whether that be in my personal life or something, you know, career wise, it just really depends. Like it's going to be really like loose based and just what I feel like the audience is interested in or wants or is reciprocating to, but also something that, you know, motivates me or that I feel happy about doing. Um, and it also will feature exclusive contacts and things like that. Um, one of the contests that I currently have is uh, with, I did an interview with the Savage X Fenty model, um, Rihanna's like lingerie line. I did an interview with one of her male models who went viral. And um, he's, I'm so grateful that like, he um, gave me his information so that he can be an exclusive contact on my newsletter. Um, 
so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Hopefully I can get bigger names um, just to like, yeah, really make it take off. So I'm excited about that. And that's the main thing that I'm working on right now. Okay, okay. Keep going, keep going. I know you got it and I know, I know you can't wait to really, cause have you graduated already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I graduated in 2017. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. How are things going with the radio? Um, I left radio. Um, I left radio in 20, the summer of 2018, I believe. What made you leave? Um, um, I don't want to get too much into it, but basically, um, for me, it just felt like a lack of growth opportunities at the specific location where I was at. Um, yeah, it just kind of felt like you giving a lot, but getting little in return. Um, uh, I definitely understand that. Yeah, and I had been there for quite a while, um, and I just felt like it wasn't feeding back into me and I was just becoming miserable and at that point it was like okay I, I need to let it go <laughs> oh yeah I definitely understand that yeah yeah um but I mean I I really feel like I um it was the right decision like I feel like I haven't really looked back like um some opportunities like were cool that I got like I'm so grateful for like the experience and everything um but um yeah I just feel like it was, you know it was time to go to something that something new like I had other goals and it's just like if you're not helping me trying to fulfill those goals especially when I'm trying to also mutually do it within your company then it's it's why am I here because you know it's, it's not it's not feeding me it, it you know in different in the ways that I needed to feed me so right. yeah that pretty much was just that yeah, I definitely understand that because um, I'm not trying to be here for the next, you know, 10 years and I'm in the same spot. Like, I actually am, you know, trying to be invested in this company. Don't just keep me at the ground level. All right. You know, I got potential. Yeah. And it's, but, yeah. you know, it's a boss inside this body. Like, let it come out. It's okay. Right. Yeah. Don't be scared. Yeah, yeah. That it was just like at that point I was just like, yeah, it's time. And I was tired. Like it was cool, but I didn't want to be known. Like it was becoming a point where I was just known for that. And I'm like, I work so hard on my own stuff that I don't want to just be known for that. Like you know, it was like it was to the point where it was just like I don't want to just be known because I work at this job or this certain place. Now, if, if I had like a certain position there, then, you know, I'd be a little more receptive to being known for that. But for what I, for the type of work that I was doing at the time, I was like, I, I'm cool with having that connection and people knowing that connection, but I want to be known for the stuff that I'm actually like putting the, the work that I want to do in for, you know? And it wasn't so much as being known for it in a positive way or something. It was being known for it because people feel like they could use me or feel like they could get, some, get something from me. Uh -huh. um, 
and not not always in a bad way because you know professional networking like it's all about like exchange of information and everything like that so i didn't take it i didn't really take it in a, in a negative way in that sense when i say use me um because professional networking that's what it's about you know like exchange of information exchange of like connections all of that so um i don't mean that as negatively as as it sounds it just felt negative because that wasn't my goal at the time um to be known for uh, trying to get people on the radio like people artists was hitting me up how do I get my songs on the radio like that was getting annoying <laughs> because it was just like I first of all I don't have that power um to do that in my position and it was just like I felt like I do so much other stuff that it was just like ugh, like I wanted questions about that I wanted requests about that I didn't want requests about how you can get your song on the radio like so you know just re-navigating and finding that opportunity to kind of rebrand or if I was going to be known for them to really be known as like a personality of some sort so once once it wasn't fulfilling in that way and I had received a, a better job opportunity at the time too so I was just like I started working less hours and then once those few hours became miserable I was just like yeah it's time to go because I'm not even here as much as I used to be and I'm still unhappy right so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotta have a happy work environment yes okay all right so I think that's where we'll end it all for today so um I always end my episodes off the same way. Uh, so like I said before, you know, as being, you know, a part of the black community, you know, they always say, like, what is wrong with you? Like, you're just so crazy. So I always end it off with, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with me? What the fuck is wrong with everybody? I don't know, but maybe you can help me figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. <laughs>